The ups and downs of being creative. Discussed over cocktails with friends. You're listening to The Shakes. Both. I'm, I'm pissing on a pee in a Joy, pod. Quit God, Joy, that's disgusting. I can do it that good, though. You are like a trucker. You are like this a trucker. This is where your ice cream comes from. It's a yes. unicorn who poops. Talk about that. What? It is clean. It is cool. It's from a unicorn. They're really good at pooping. <laughs> but do you from, know who's not good last... at pooping? You. This is, a... is this from last episode. No, that no. I... no. it's a little video that. No, Jeremy did posted. you see the squatty potty video that he I clearly uh, did not? Oh man, there's a, there's a, there's a new product in town, <laughs> the squatty potty, and and potty it's... as in potty or p a r t y no potty as in go potty potty and uh, yeah. I'm sorry. No. And, and so and so it, it's this video of a of a unicorn taking a shit, and and, and so apparently all, all yeah all soft serve ice cream comes from unicorn asses, and he's and so he's like, like yeah he's like shitting unicorn he's like shitting rainbow soft serve like in and it comes out and on so, a conveyor belt on a conveyor cones. belt and so all these little soft serve cones just keep coming out and and then there's this guy dressed in like you know king king james the third kind of you know victorian he's like yes it's, it's cool king it's james? clean it's i don't know he's like and unicorns are really good at pooping but do you know who sucks at pooping you do and so then they start to talk about how the 90 degree angle that we use to take to take a dump on the toilet constricts a muscle around our sphincter that keeps all the poop in. But if you use the squatty potty, which is this little stool that brings the legs up, <laughs> it relaxes the sphincter muscle. And right? lets, yeah, and lets everything come out. And so and and so, so really toilets that are higher up versus lower down are worse. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So well and it's and it's the whole idea of the of the eastern toilets that are basically holes in the floor that you squat against. Those are better for you because you're taking the natural posture that you were built to do in the first place, as opposed to Western toilets where you're sitting on a seat and, and constricting the poo. And so, and so, yeah, so it's like, you know, all about how you poop better if you have this little thing that raises your legs up so you get a better angle. And, but the best part, maybe I need a little stool. You need like a squatty a potty. I you need, need a squatty I need, potty. I need a little foot stool yeah. that raises. You need it a up. squatty potty. Can I just make sure because I watch that? There's no like waves There's, or anything. Are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're okay. good. Okay. Here, here, Sorry, I'll, I'll... it's been on that screen. No, there for you a go. See, okay. we're right there. We're Sorry. Right there. Sorry. <laughs> so, well, although we have very good reason to have little faith, but go ahead. But um, yeah. <laughs> so, but the best part of the best part of the thing is at the end where he where the guy starts serving like all these you know unicorn shits on a cone to all these kids, and he's like, "There you go. There you go." <laughs> There you go. He's like, and they're all like, like, and it's all over their face. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's the best thing ever, isn't it? That's, and he starts rolling toilet paper off and giving it to <laughs> oh, them. Oh, God. It's great. <laughs> what, and what, who created it? What was it it's, for? It's, it's, some, it's some product that was on Shark Tank. And Shark Tank said, you've got a winner. Right. And it became a thing. And now, and oh, it, yeah. And so, and, and. Another one of the great lines out of the thing is like, don't believe me? Then believe your doctor, HuffPo, NPR, Howard Stern. He poops out of his butt. And <laughs> oh, that's funny. oh, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good Dr. Spichemin. Mm-hmm. 
Spichemin. Spichemin. <laughs> Dr. Spichemin. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a keeper. It's a good stuff. No, it's a good thing. It. It's a good thing. And it's Just, called the Squatty Potty. Squatty yeah, Potty. What is the product though? Explain squatty it. Potty. Right, but explain what it is. It is it is it is a, it is a, a stool, a stool that, that raises that, your feet. Yeah, normally it tucks underneath the toilet when you're not using it, but when you need it, you pull it out. Okay, you, so it's not a new toilet. It's a no, stool. it's not it's a toilet. A foot it's, stool. it's a foot stool that raises your legs up. To relax the sphincter muscle, mm. so I don't. You I can, don't have so any problems. So you can drop some sweet froyo. I, I wonder. I wonder Rainbow. if. I wonder I'm if I could see my my output double if I just get the. According to the video, I, you will poop twice as fast. Like the average poop now is that I'm into. the average poop is 130 seconds, but with the squatty potty, you'll be done in 50 seconds. Whoa. Ooh. No. Well, I'm in. I yeah I I take my time. Yeah. Well, it's not like you well, have to not, take not less counting, time. Not counting game time on your phone. You can it you can is, use that time no, still. It's still valuable time. No no no, and you can use it. It just gives it more time for the air to clear exactly. before you walk out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, can't get, he's like can't get the last scoop out of the carton. <laughs> <laughs> Squat body helps it. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. Huh. Uh, How much you, is a squatty potty? Um, I don't know. Sixty-five dollars. I don't know, but uh, over two thousand people have given it five stars on Amazon. One guy even wrote a haiku. Oh, which the unicorn read nice. in a very deep voice. I'm looking it up. Oh, right squatty now. potty. <laughs> is it on the Misfit Rad? It's, FB well, page? We'll, we'll we'll put it on we'll put it on uh, show at, notes. He's looking it up now. We can put it on the on the Misfit Rad to show. Wow! I type in SQ and guess what comes up? Squatty potty. Exactly, squatty potty. This got twisted. So. Twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine. But what if I call right now? No, twenty four ninety five. What if I call right now? You get two, right? For both of the toilets in your house. But wait. But wait. I bet if, if I call order, sooner, it's like an old person's thing. No, it's a constipated like an person's, old person's thing. thing. That also you also have that extra that extra cushion on the I, toilet, I, so you don't. Have yeah, to drop so it, much. it feels it feels to me like like hipster poop. It's like it's like artisanal poop. You you want to you want to put some uh you know extra. I would um, not if herbs, I ha- extra if I finesse owned, to your feces. If I own the squatty potty. I would not push it back into the. I would put it in the closet. You would hide it. I would. Yeah. I'd bring it out. But sure, but you didn't. Want, you wouldn't want anybody else to know. I wouldn't want anybody to know. Visitors I mean, would I'm, not know that you had the squatty potty, right? But if it just looks like a footstool. Oh, but it, it but it but it doesn't look like a footstool. It has like it has like little foot wells for your feet to sit in, and it's it's um, rips. It's Is that a, handles? It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a purpose. <laughs> And it's got a little belt for you to yeah. bite down on. <laughs> it's a purpose-built apparatus, I'll tell you that. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Order now and you can get the built-in bite-down edition. <laughs> Squatty potty bite-down. <laughs> All right. Do we want to talk about that article? Yeah. Let's talk okay. about that article. So It's more interesting than poop. I so disagree. I have always argued. So this is we're we're talking about an article that's been fluctuating on Facebook, and What's it, it is titled. Hang on.
No, it's Fuck not you. that. It is titled, it is by, it's on adage.com. <clears throat> and it is by a gentleman, <clears throat> Jonathan Cood. Um, and it is titled, Tough Love, The Advertising Business is Hard, Subhead, Not Separate Article, that says, Resilience is the number one characteristic that will define success. So what I think is interesting is I've always worked under the assumption, and as I've gotten older in this business. We need to read the article. First. He's chief creative officer at McKinney. Um, and so as I've gotten older in this business, I always felt like you don't run out of creative. Because I think everybody is like, oh, it's like a running back. It's like, yeah, lost a step. And I think the thing is, is you lose your somehow your ability to be creative. And I don't think that – I never thought that was the case. I thought people don't lose their ability to be creative. They lose their curiosity. Mm. And what this article kind of suggests is this guy was going into – and he's 50 now. He was going to go into these VCU students and he was going to present creative. And it's like, oh, this is how we do it. And they do kind of a best of real. But instead what he did was he went in and he presented this idea that, hey, guys, advertising is hard. And you are going to define yourself not by how creative you are, because we're going to assume you're creative, but by how you how resilient you are to constant um, failure, having your best work end up on the floor, and and, and how you're going to continue to bounce back. And I think I think that's true. Yes. And I think that so as we grow older in this business, I think that we those scars get deeper and deeper and you carry that with you more. And you're, I think you're constantly, you're constantly craving this point where it's like, when's it going to be done? When am mm-hmm. I not going to have to fight as hard? When am I going to, you know, when is my word going to be taken at its word and mm-hmm. I don't have to qualify it or argue for it anymore. And I don't think that ever happens. And I think that mm-hmm. frustration yeah. comes with that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, so, and I think it's why we are seeing, you know, friends of ours and Jeremy himself, you know, break <laughs> off and Me. do their yeah. own things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and other friends of ours say, you know what, I'm done within this model and I'm going to yeah, go do my own go. thing. Yeah. And I think that with that comes the belief and the hope. And I think the reality that, you know what, I'm going to call my own shots. If I'm not going to – if if I can't do it this one way, then there's going to be only one person that's stopping me from doing that, and that's going to be me. Um, and so I, I think it's I think it's an honest-to-God message, and I, I think it's true, and I think it's good. And I think what truly defines somebody is their ability to – you know, and, and I, I remember my dad, and, you know, I took a couple of classes from him, and I took from Advertising 101 from him, and then I took Advanced Writing, and actually I just sat in on the class. And there was a discussion about heroes, and he said he he kind of he kind of had a loaded question to somebody. He's like, "Who do you think is a hero?" And they said, uh, "He's like, no, a hero is somebody that continues to get up, that continues to get that gets knocked down, and continues to get up, and that is an everyday person mm-hmm. that you know continues to face the fight over and over again, as if it's the first time and stuff." And I think that's true. You know, I think it's very true, and I think it's a great message for 
students, especially now, because I think there is a, a level of entitlement and I think there's a level of, well, I'm going to be able to call the shots. And it's like, no, you're not. You're not yeah. going to be able to call the shots. Yeah. And, and if you don't want to put up with that shit, fine, go find something else. But that's the industry that you're getting into. And I don't think it's going to change. I mean, I, I think that's Ew. the fundamental of, of the industry is that you, 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 you are working in creative. Create, creative is subjective. And you have multiple layers within that, within the agency. And then ultimately you have your client and multiple clients that you have to, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And that's why, that's why when you see, and I always made this argument, it's like when you see, and, and I myself am so dismissive of great work and I shouldn't be because it really is a miracle when something goes through. I mean, you have, mm-hmm. you have beat everything at every corner and you've put together some really wonderful piece of work. Um, sometimes it really happens very easily. Sometimes it's incredibly hard. Um, but when you do see a really good piece of work, it really is worth celebrating because you're like that, you know, and a consumer will dismiss it and, you know, say, oh, yeah, that was nice or they don't care about it. But but the fighting that happens behind it and and the successes that happen along the way are, I mean, are really incredible for it to get to, you know, where it got to. There's also a line in that article where he says, People think being resilient like you're born with it or you're not. Yeah. And that that's not true. No, I think it's not true. I think no, I'd say it's definitely impressive. not true. I, I know that for a fact in the beginning, resilient was probably one of the last things that you would call me and probably still not one of the first things you would call me. I can but, I, I mean I can remember I can remember working at Scott Anderson group and in, in Omaha, and I was lucky enough to actually, you know, my first gig, I had a, an office, and mm-hmm. I can remember being so angry that something got killed that I I sat in my office, I closed the door, and I cried, and I wanted it was all I could do at two o'clock in the afternoon. Did you really to, cry? I did mm-hmm. to to not leave to to just go home because I didn't want to because I was so mad. I was so. Can I, I put I, out I, my perspective on that? Well, sure. Well, I'm just saying. Because I have had that, but I got in, in like our situation on the post side, like you have that, but you have the person like sitting right there with you too. And there, that's gotta be like five times worse. And everything you're doing is like broadcast. Like I could be trying stuff and an experienced client's not going to comment when you're trying stuff. Right. Like they get it. Um, but perhaps a less experienced. I mean, I don't. Well, tell us, tra- tell us about it. I I'm mean, telling you, 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 all, you want to tell us about you the try first time stuff, that you, that. you You do stuff. You need to work through stuff, right? right. I mean, it. You got to to start something. You need to try like a hundred different starts, mm-hmm. right? Not always, and not so much now that I'm more established. But earlier on, you have someone just sitting there the whole time while you're trying everything, and I mean. The people are there. They're paying a good amount per hour, so they often feel the need to comment. And it's like, you just want to be like, I'm just trying. I'm trying stuff first. So you have that, but do you that ever, whole do you process ever play the, out. Do you ever set that up? Do you like turn around and say, hey, look, I'm going to, for like the next 30, 40 minutes, I'm just going to try some stuff. I'm not saying it's going to work. Yeah. I'm just working no, through some stuff. And I, I do now. But I when I started, I mean, A, I didn't know people. And B, even if I 
did. I I hadn't been doing it long enough. I mean, people were going to look at me like, uh, you know, you're you're a child. <laughs> what but, do you know? But when you when you get turned down, and it's not always it's not always like bad, you know, because you you get again. You, there's such like this confidence thing that you have to have in this position where it's like, hey, what do you think about this? But there's sometimes where you really feel like oh, it's gonna be good, and or you really worked really hard and you show it and you get turned down, but they're like right fucking there in front of you. And after they turn you down, they're not going anywhere. They're going to so be there the rest of the that. afternoon. But you know what's sweet about your gig? <laughs> what? Is if you have a better cut that you feel good about, mm-hmm. you can still do it. I mean, the creative's True. there. It exists. It's been produced. And you can go, you know what? You're wrong about not liking that cut. I'm going to. I can have my, my cut. Real, I'm going to cut yes. it. But, it. but it's still. I know. You still want. No. You still want. You want kumbaya. Can I. What? Share my emotions no. without you going. <laughs> you cut me off. I was talking. You cut me you know, off. I'm cutting you off. You're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just, uh, it's a, I'm sure it's the same kind of thing. Just putting like the whole post-production or production like vendor experience into it is like, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, man, I thought that was pretty cool. And that would know, be hard that to get it kind of there. It's they're there, but they're also like not leaving. Like they're gonna sit there, and then you're just gonna have to make. Which at that moment you're like, I'm just gonna have to make your pile of shit now, <laughs> even though it's not, you know. But Unless you sometimes awesome, it is. No, I get awesome it. Person <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, that like yeah, makes and, you make great yes. work. And this doesn't every once in a while that doesn't happens. happen that often, and especially once you've been doing it and you get you get your resilience. Built up. I could say you get hard, but resilience is a much better word. Like resilient still, is a much still better care word about than it. hard. Yeah, because yes. you don't get like a good editor, in my opinion, or motion designer or whatever. It, you don't get pissed. Like, well, I did that because, like, I don't. They don't care about that shit. You know, it's just like you take that and I, I mark in my projects, like you said, like editor prefers this cut you know because they why can't you have, see that's it that's why you have peanut and m&ms because you pick it up and you just throw it at the back of your head and you <laughs> said i'm sorry who paid you to think <laughs> do it sorry was this your creative vision do i need to get over there move and that's when i get up move. There and I go, this seems simple enough turn a couple of dials and punch a couple of keys you know what you should work more with me because we don't have the do 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 dials. We do offline or uh, like non-linear editing. I know you're always going out of town where they have dials, but I do the real the real. Hey, people Hallmark. still have dials. Nobody works with dials. You just brought them up. Hey, Hallmark, uh, keep your joke. work in town. It's a keep joke. your work in town. I'm pretty sure don't you cut this go part places out. where there are still dials. I'm sorry. Are we not? You mean like the bedroom? <laughs> are we working with you right now with some stuff? Um, and Team Blow, so. I, I believe so. On what? I believe we are. Bring I your, believe that Union Hill is bringing some stuff to you. Yay, bring your TV, man. Why do you got to go like, I'm going to I'm LA? S- I'm sorry. We hire an agency and then they hire uh, through the agency. Oh, See, I didn't realize that. I'm not agency anymore. So you're the client side now. Yeah, and I, I had to remind that. myself because I was like... Um, I didn't realize when, that. When we were talking about re- going on the edit, I was like... 
what the hell? Why aren't I going on the edit? And then I was like, ooh, I'm client. Yeah, they just send me cuts and then I react. To I wonder them. if your client hates you because you used to be at an agency. At first they were like, no, it's great, man. You used to be at an agency. And the creators were like, yeah, it's going to fucking suck. No, I, th- I think we get along. It's like the dark crystal with them. Um, uh, like, oh. Do you yeah. remember? Um, so, are you familiar? If I, I love if this I place. throw this out, the intro guy for MTV, the intro guy, the intro guy. What was his name? Uh, no, no, that was what it was called. Intro. Guy. Oh, so not Chris Lauder. Didn't he used to do the news downtown? Jerry intro Brown? guy. And then the so you want the guy. guy in the taxi cab, Donald Logue? No. Intro he guy. was called the intro guy. I'm sure I know. Like MTV called him the intro guy. Is this guy. early MTV? Mm, no, it was probably about 10 years ago. Yeah. Do you remember Chris Lauder? Is that his Shh, name? Listen. David uh, listen. Lauder? I'm, Dave? Listen. And so this guy, what he did was, and evidently his little bit as an intro guy was the inspiration for Napoleon Dynamite's dance at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. Then I am not familiar. So what he did was it was like weird things. Like he's in he's in a club and he's like set his drink down on and the the it's bumping so much that his drink's bouncing around. So he takes his gum out, sets it down, puts his glass on the gum, <laughs> and then it stops bouncing around. But his head is still like going. And then that's it. Intro guy MTV. And it's just like little bumpers to get him into something. And then another one is his like uh, car alarm goes off and he starts dancing to the car alarm. Um, and then the last one is he cuts out all of these different people from the magazine and he sets them on the couch. And then he starts doing this really weird dance, which is supposedly the inspiration for the Napoleon Dynamite thing. Um, but that was our director. His name's Clay Weiner. That's... Is that the director? Yeah, yeah. I, and it is the director. Oh, he's dancing. Oh, I can see it. So I think he shot the stuff himself, and he, yeah, totally he was not the, familiar with that. I'm and not you know either, what? He I doesn't look. So the guy, the director, looks like he's like 27. Yeah, but he's really like 40. Wow. Is, but he doesn't is that look him. Yeah, he doesn't look any different than he did in those things. And, uh, like, really young. He has the Dick Clark gene. Weird. Anybody watching Scream Queens? <sighs> I am. No? What? I like it. I'm not Did watching not? shit. I don't watch it. I, I, I like it. Telly. It's on Fox, and I can't believe that they are able to say the stuff that they say. Is it about what, what drag it? queens? No, it's, it, it is, it's this idea. So it's Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's the girl from um, American Horror Story Coven, Who's Julie Roberts' daughter, niece, or something? Emma Roberts, or something. And it is this idea that there's this sorority on campus that all these horrible things have happened in in the in the years past, and now there is this killer that is dressing up as school mascot, which is this red devil, and the red devil is going through and killing all these people, and. But, like, everybody is a suspect, like, everybody mm-hmm. in the show. But it's written by the guy who did Glee, so it's got a lot of snark and stuff. Oh, is there a lot stuff. of singing? No, there's no oh, singing. Okay. But Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and um, I, I really like it. Hmm. And it's it's a little scream-ish, but it's got a lot of attitude. And, and But, oh, my God. So I was like, it's TV 14. So I told Sing, I was like, well, yeah, you can watch this. I mean, you watch Fear of the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead with us. This will be fine. And then within the first, like, three minutes, 
um, Jamie Lee Curtis is the dean, and her last name is Munch. And they said, "So is your?" So she says, "So is your name really Munch, or did they give it to you because you munch so much box?" And I was oh. like, "Okay, <laughs> we're not going to be watching this. I don't want to have to explain that." And then there was a part where what channel um, is this the, on? It's on. It's on Fox, and <laughs> wow. it's on Tuesday nights. And then there was um, the girl from Glee, the black-haired girl. Uh-huh. And she's in it, and she's got, like, this weird oh, kink. Like, like the really hot one? Yeah, she's got this weird kink where she likes to have sex, like, over gravestones and stuff. And so she's, like, talking with this guy, and he goes, this dude here. And she's like, what are you doing? He goes, well, I like to clean off the gravestone, and then I like to rub one out <laughs> on top of it. I'm like, what? <laughs> And then and then she's like she's like well let's have sex somewhere he's like he's like okay let's do it and she's like not hear something something more sinister and stuff and she's like she's like like that haunted house over there why don't you come over and I'll let you in the back door <laughs> and he like takes takes the camera he takes the flashlight and he flashes it at her butt just in case you were wondering <laughs> right. what the what back door means. was I'm like oh my god did he rub on out and then go to the back door. You just gave up yeah, on the rubbing yeah. it out. Yeah. Damn. But it's a good show. All right. I'm going to be uh, looking for that. There you go. Yeah. Did you watch Walking uh, Dead last haven't night? Haven't. I got to watch it when I get home. Good. It's big. That's what I heard. Big. That's what Does, I heard. Doesn't big. end. Mm. Doesn't conclude. That's big. Right. Continuation. Did you finish Fear of the Walking Dead? I did. Okay. What you, would you think by the time you got to the end of it? I thought it was good. I thought oh. it was good, too. Yeah. I, I, I thought it picked up the last three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I like the in, although I, of the I although I don't like the fact that it's just kind of turning into Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, a lesser yeah. version. Of so that. I don't, I don't. Although I do like the idea of where it's going, going where out to going? sea. Oh, but yeah. You said you said zombies on a I boat. I remember you writing saying if it goes here, this will be really cool, but it won't go there. Zombies right. on a boat. Is that where well, we're going? Well, no. To to get away from the zombies, they're getting on a yacht and just heading out to sea. Oh, so it's turning into like a refugee type. Yeah, movie. and and <laughs> and from what yeah. I've read, well, yeah, <laughs> and from what I've read is like they're going to find that they're not the only people that have had that idea, um, and that sure. they're going to be out there on this big ass sweet yacht with you know all this stuff, right. and there are going to be people that want that. Like so, the I so am. Now, what's that now, movie with Fresh Prince? I am. I am Legend. Yeah. Yeah. So so now now I'm kind of I'm kind of there are no okay. boats and I am Legend. No, but that chick wants the bacon. Yeah. And he so, realizes so, it. Yeah. So I'm Sorry, thinking Jeremy, if there are people out there, all these people out there on boats, people want the sweet ass yacht. And the truth of the matter is, now I'm getting you, interested. If you read World War Z, you would know. Water is not a safe place because zombies are dead and Hold they up. go into the water. Is World War Z but they're different down at than the World War III? What? You talked about World I'm War III. Throw this plastic bottle. Maybe I misheard. Soul. World, World War, III War Z is different than the payphones in World War III. There was a movie that I watched called The Miracle Mile. I saw the that Green was Mile. about worldwide. Worldwide, worldwide web. web. <laughs> Jinx. I love this show.